Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read through the whole Bible every year and we follow the weekly Torah portions. Every day we read a consecutive portion from the Torah, the Prophets, the Writings and the Apostles or the New Testament. I am Harriet and now I will be your reader today. And today we have Monday the 7th of August or the 20th of Av on the Hebrew calendar. This week we are on a parasha called Re'eh, which means see. And the scripture reading from the Torah will be Deuteronomy or Dvarim chapter 12 verses 11 through 28. And before we start reading the scriptures, let's bless and thank the Lord for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples, through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. So let's start in the Torah in Deuteronomy chapter 12. Then it shall happen that to the place which the Lord your God shall choose to cause his name to dwell there, there you shall bring all that I command you, your burnt offerings, your sacrifices, your tithes, the contribution of your hand, and all your choice vows which you vow to the Lord. You shall rejoice before the Lord your God, you and your sons, your daughters, your male servants, your female servants, and the Levite who is within your gates, because he has no portion nor inheritance with you. Be careful that you do not offer your burnt offerings in every place that you see, but in the place which the Lord chooses, in one of your tribes. There you shall offer your burnt offerings, and there you shall do all that I command you. Yet you may kill and eat meat within all your gates, after all the desire of your soul, according to the blessing of the Lord your God, which he has given you. The unclean and the clean may eat of it, as of the gazelle and the deer. Only you shall not eat the blood. You shall pour it out on the earth like water. You may not eat within your gates the tithe of your grain, or of your new wine, or of your oil, or the firstborn of your herd, or of your flock, nor any of your vows which you vow, nor your free will offerings, nor the contribution of your hand. But you shall eat them before the Lord your God, in the place which the Lord your God shall choose, you, your son, your daughter, your male servant, your female servant, and the Levite who is within your gates. You shall rejoice before the Lord your God in all that you put your hand to. Be careful that you do not forsake the Levite as long as you live in your land. When the Lord your God enlarges your border as he has promised you, and you say, I want to eat meat, because your soul desires to eat meat, you may eat meat after all the desire of your soul. If the place which the Lord your God shall choose to put his name is too far from you, then you shall kill of your herd and of your flock 
which the Lord has given you, as I have commanded you, and you may eat within your gates after all the desire of your soul. Even as the gazelle and as the deer is eaten, so you shall eat of it. The unclean and the clean may eat of it alike. Only be sure that you do not eat the blood, for the blood is the life. You shall not eat the life with the meat. You shall not eat it. You shall pour it out on the earth like water. You shall not eat it, that it may go well with you and with your children after you, when you do that which is right in the eyes of the Lord. Only your holy things which you have, and your vows, you shall take and go to the place which the Lord shall choose. You shall offer your burnt offerings, the meat and the blood, on the altar of the Lord your God. The blood of your sacrifices shall be poured out on the altar of the Lord your God, and you shall eat the meat. Observe and hear all these words which I command you, that it may go well with you and with your children after you forever, when you do that which is good and right in the eyes of the Lord your God. That was Deuteronomy twelve eighteen through 28. Now we have our portion from the prophets, and we are in the prophet Ezekiel or Yechetzkel. Today we will be reading chapter 41. He brought me to the temple and measured the posts, six cubits wide on the one side and six cubits wide on the other side, which was the width of the tent. The width of the entrance was ten cubits, and the sides of the entrance were five cubits on the one side and five cubits on the other side. He measured its length, forty cubits, and the width, twenty cubits. Then he went inward and measured each post of the entrance, two cubits, and the entrance, six cubits, and the width of the entrance, seven cubits. He measured its length, twenty cubits, and the width, twenty cubits, before the temple. He said to me, This is the most holy place. Then he measured the wall of the house six cubits, and the width of every side room, four cubits, all around the house on every side. The side rooms were in three stories, one over another, and thirty in order. They entered into the wall which belonged to the house for the side rooms all around, that they might be supported and not penetrate the wall of the house. The side rooms were wider on the higher levels because the walls were narrower at the higher levels. Therefore the width of the house increased upward, and so one went up from the lowest level to the highest through the middle level. I saw also that the house had a raised base all around. The foundations of the side rooms were a full reed of six great cubits. The thickness of the wall, which was for the side rooms, on the outside was five cubits. That which was left was the place of the side rooms that belonged to the house. 
Between the rooms was a width of 20 cubits around the house on every side. The doors of the side rooms were toward an open area that was left, one door toward the north and another door toward the south. The width of the open area was five cubits all around. The building that was before the separate place at the side toward the west was 70 cubits wide and the wall of the building was 5 cubits thick all around and its length 90 cubits. So he measured the house, 100 cubits long and a separate place and a building with its walls 100 cubits long. Also the width of the face of the house and of the separate place toward the east, 100 cubits. He measured the length of the building before the separate place, which was at its back, and its galleries on the one side and on the other side, 100 cubits from the inner temple and the porches of the court, the thresholds and the closed windows and the galleries around on the three stories opposite the threshold, with wood ceilings all around, and from the ground up to the windows. Now the windows were covered to the space above the door, even to the inner house and outside, and by all the wall all around inside and outside by measure. And it was made with crovim and palm trees, a palm tree was between Cheruv and Cheruv, and every Cheruv had two faces, so that there was the face of a man toward the palm tree on the one side, and the face of a young lion toward the palm tree on the other side. It was made like this through all the house all around. Cheruvim and palm trees were made from the ground to above the door, the wall of the temple was like this. As for the temple, the doorposts were squared. As for the face of the sanctuary, its appearance was at the appearance of the temple. The altar was of wood, three cubits high, and its length two cubits. Its corners, its length, and its walls were of wood. And he said to me, This is the table that is before the Lord. The temple and the sanctuary had two doors. The doors had two leaves each, two turning leaves, two for the one door and two leaves for the other. There were made on them, on the doors of the temple, crovim and palm trees, like those made on the walls. There was a threshold of wood on the face of the porch outside. There were closed windows and palm trees on the one side and on the other side on the sides of the porch. This is how the side rooms of the house and the thresholds were arranged. That was Ezekiel, or Yochetzkel, chapter 41. Now we have arrived at our portion from the writings. And today we will read First Chronicles, or Divrei Hayamim Aleph, chapter 20. And it came to pass at the time of the return of the year, at the time when kings go out, that Joab led out the army and wasted the country of the children of Ammon, 
and came and besieged Rabbah. But David stayed at Jerusalem, and Joab struck Rabbah at Jerusalem and overthrew it. Then David took the crown of their king from off his head and found it to weigh a talent of gold, and there were precious stones in it. And it was set on David's head, and he brought very much plunder out of the city. He brought out the people who were in it and had them cut with saws, with iron picks and with axes. David did so to all the cities of the children of Ammon. Then David and all the people returned to Jerusalem. And it came to pass after this that war arose at Gezer with the Philistines. Then Sibekai the Hushathite killed Sipai of the sons of the giant, and they were subdued. Again there was war with the Philistines, and Elhanan the son of Yair killed Lachmi the son of Goliath the Gittite, the staff of whose spear was like a weaver's beam. There was again war at Gath, where there, were, where there was a man of great stature who had twenty-four fingers and toes, six on each hand and six on each foot, and he also was born to the giant. And when he taunted Israel, Jonathan, the son of Shimea, David's brother, killed him. These were born to the giant in Gath, and they fell by the hand of David and by the hand of his servants. That was First Chronicles chapter 20. And now we have come to our final portion for today from the Apostolic Writings. We will read 1 Timothy chapter 4. But the Ruach says expresses expressly that in later times some will fall away from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of demons, through the hypocrisy of men who speak lies, branded in their own conscience as with a hot iron, forbidding marriage and commanding to abstain from foods which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. Because every creature of God is good, and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving. For it is sanctified through the word of God and prayer. If you instruct the brothers of these things, you will be a good servant of Mashiach Yeshua, nourished in the words of the faith and of the good doctrine which you have followed. But refuse profane and old wives' fables. Exercise yourself toward godliness. For bodily exercise has some value, but godliness has value in all things, having the promise of the life which is now and of that which is to come. This saying is faithful and worthy of all acceptance. For to this end we both labor and suffer reproach, because we have set our trust in the living God, who is the Savior of all men, especially of those who believe. Command and teach these things. Let no man despise your youth, but be an example to those who believe, in word, in your way of life, in love, in spirit, in faith, and in purity. 
Until I come, pay attention to reading, to exhortation, and to teaching. Do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy, with the laying on of the hands of the elders. Be diligent in these things. Give yourself wholly to them, that your progress may be revealed to all. Pay attention to yourself and to your teaching. Continue in these things, for in doing this, you will save both yourself and those who hear you. That was 1 Timothy chapter 4. Now, if you are reading through the apostolic writings twice this year, you would also read the Gospel of John, chapter 8, verse 31 through verse 59 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I pray you have a blessed day. I pray that the Word of God will go deep into your heart and that the Holy Spirit will be able to bring it to your memory and to your mind when you need it. For now, blessings from Israel. Until next time.